0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust as the Republic Mental Elect, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists. Good evening, I'm your host, Intellectual New Ben and this is Mental elect Radio, and tonight, tonight we're going to be discussing why the elect will be judged by our words. Why will the elect be judged by our words? Why must our words be our bond? Why must we be judged by our word? Because our word is everything. Our word is what is bringing us into alignment in the fourth dimension. So we must be judged by that and that alone. Nothing else will aid us. Nothing will help us in these days but our word. And if we are not sealed by our word, if we do not say anything, we do not have anything to guide us forward in our word. If we don't have this, then we have nothing. If we don't have this, then we have nothing. Our word is supposed to be everything. We make promises that we cannot keep, and that means that we're not going to be kept by our promises, and our promises won't be taken seriously, and we won't be taken seriously. See, you're going to be, you know, our people are not used to being taken seriously nor do you look for your words to mean anything. That's why people in this three-dimensional realm, they lie so much, they make up things, you know. They forget certain things, you know, because they're not thinking when they say things. You know, people are going off of a lot of emotion. You see. You see people are going off of a lot of emotion. You see? And because they're going off of a lot of emotion, because they're going off of a lot of emotion, they act very recklessly. They talk recklessly. And, you know, like I said, living in that life or living a life of recklessness is what gets people in that mindset of destruction. It brings people in a mindset of destruction. We must never be in that mindset of destruction We must never be in that mindset of fallout with each other. We must always be mindful of our words. And see, the hardest people that are going to have a problem with, you know, watching your words and being mindful of what you're saying is the women of our people. You know, women, like I said, they tend to say things. They get emotional. They don't think about what they're saying because they tend to think in the moment. And then, like I said, in the next moment, they're sitting up here, and then they want to take back the things they said. But like I said, we're only going to be judged by one word, one word. The first thing out of our mouth that we say, and that time is coming, well, we're not going to get a second chance. There's not going to get, be any second chances. you act one way or react one way, you're going to be judged by that, you see. You're going to be judged by that, and that can either bring you into alignment in the Fourth dimension or throw you back into the third dimension. See, because all of that double mindedness, all of that emotional instability, all of that lunar mentality will not play out as we are going forward into the fourth dimension. It will not. You see, people are still operating from that third dimension, that two dimensional mindset. A lot of people are still operating from there. That's their go to place. You see, that's their comfort zone. That two dimensional emotional nonsense. And that's what always gets our people in trouble. See, the whole reason why our people are in the problems they're in is because they're too emotional, and they don't think about the things they say long-term. But we ain't going to have any other choice. If you are of the elect truly, you're not going to have any other choice. You see? You're not going to have any other choice but to think long-term and to focus on and carry yourself into a state long-term. You're not going to have any other choice. You see? Because all we're going to have is our word. All we're going to have is our word in these last days and times. We lie to each other. That seals our fate. You see, when we lie to each other, that seals our fate, and that locks us into the three-dimensional realm. Because I told you before, in the fourth dimension, there is no lying. In the fourth dimension, there is no double-mindedness. In the fourth dimension, you are expected to speak to power. Your words are how you move. Your word is your bond. Like I said, you cannot have that mindset with people who are emotional, people who don't think when they say stuff, people who get ticked off and allow emotions to stir them one way and then stir them in the next. You can't deal with people like that over time because they're always going to be destroyed or they're going to be prisoners of their emotions. They will not be able to stand firm in anything that you expect them to stand firm in. You see, they will not. Because these people got a lot of demons on them and a lot of demons in them, and they're still having a hard time fighting those demons, those emotional demons, you see. But we need those words because our words are going to help us alter the, alter enter into the fourth dimension, you see. It will help us to enter into the fourth dimension, our words. Because Amin is taking us, our ascendants are taking us by our words. We're being allowed in by our words. And when we break that word, break our bond, we break our covenant, and we lock ourselves out. You see, that's what's happening. We break our bond, we break our covenant, and we lock ourselves out. And that's what, you know, like I said, that's what these people who are emotionally unstable do. They don't think about what they're saying until it's too late. They don't think about what they're doing until it's too late. You see, and we got a lot of people... Amongst us, like I said, that's the most the entire black race. They always do things that they live to regret. They always say things that they learn to regret. You see? And because of that, we have been a regretful people for the last 6,000 years. We are in a state of regression because we broke our bond. We broke our covenant with the Amon, with our ascendants. We broke our covenant with the future, which is ours. We broke our covenant and we gave into our temporary emotions. We gave into our temporary emotions, you see, like a lot of people do. We gave into those temporary emotions, that sickness that we picked up here, and we start talking out of our head and we're not talking in our right state of mind. We start doing things that are out of character, you see. And I know it's hard to stay focused and stay in a certain mind frame, you see. Because if you cannot stay focused and you cannot stay in a certain mind frame, then you need to go somewhere until your mind gets right. Your mind has to be right, righteous and in alignment because a lot of people don't understand what that really means. A lot of people don't understand what that means. They think that when they want to act good one moment, they got the license to act bad in the next. That's not how it's going to be. Mm -hmm. They want to think that they can swing between both. um, They can go between both uh, mediums of positive and negative and think that they can go into the negative and then come back into the positive. Like I said, it's going to come a time where you're going to go into the negative and you're going to be told to keep going into the negative until it destroys you. I've seen that happen. I've seen people go into the negative continue to go into the negative because it doesn't get better from there. It does not. It does not get better from there when we go into the negative, when we allow ourselves to go into the negative state by our words. Our words will lock us into the third dimension because this third dimension is a space of double-minded people, or should I say the two-dimension, which will you know eventually be the third dimension because even these people in the third dimension, their word is not their bond. You see, when the Masons were saying that, that was the ideal mind frame that they had, but that's not reality. That's not reality. Their word is not their bond. You see, their word is not their bond. So because their word is not their bond, because their word is not meant to be or meant to be the foundation of their square in which they stand on, this is why they in the condition they in. If our word was our bond, because like I said, we made a bond covenant, a worded covenant, a word, why well, should say a wordless covenant? Because the word is communication. The word is communication. What is the first form of communication? Thought is the first uh, form of communication. Thought. The ability to send thought and the ability to receive thought is the first form of communication before there is any vocals, before there is any uh, um before there's any sound, any tone, any frequency, thought is the first form of word. Your thought is a word, you see. It is an invisible word. It is a form of communication. Your thought is the word. And your word does what? What did they say? And the word became flesh, meaning the word became physical. That means that the word became vocal, you see, because vocal is physical as well. When they say and the word became flesh, that means the word became physical, it became vocal, and people were able to hear it, and it took on tone, and it took on frequency within this third dimension, you see. And then that's when it meant when they said the word became flesh because physical people began to hear the thought that became a word, meaning flesh, sound, and it made its connection. With your senses or your sensory, it made its connection into your brain. It made it into your the um, passage of your ear canal, right? So you can hear those words so that they can resonate, so they can carry a tonation. Because those words are meant to alter all things in the physical. Words alter things in the physical. You see, that's the power of a word. Words alter things in the physical. You can, talk, you can go up to somebody and say some crazy stuff to them, and those people will turn around and kill you. Now, doesn't that, didn't that your word became flesh what ended up destroying you? You can go up to certain people, like I said, say some crazy stuff to them, and they'll turn right around and put hands on you, hurt you, or kill you. Or you can go up to somebody and speak kindly to them, and they'll show you great, nice, you know, treatment, you know, depending on the circumstance of the situation. So your word is power. Your word can gather people together, or they can break people apart. Your word can put fire in the chest of people, or it can make them lukewarm. Your word is power, and you will be judged by that word, especially us who are of the elect, because as we are moving toward the fourth dimension, as we're being raised, our words will take on even stronger current. It will take on even stronger current, meaning stronger power. You see, why? Because we coming we coming into our right state of mind. So being that we're coming into our right state of mind, aka our righteous state of mind, being that we're coming into our righteous state of mind, that means our words are gonna carry more power. We say stuff to people, it's really gonna resonate. It's really gonna burn into their chests. It's gonna burn into their minds. It's gonna burn into their brains. When we say things, they may not act like they would agree with it, but I guarantee you, when we say things as the righteous, it will resonate to people on some level, even if they like it, dislike it, but they're not going to forget it. I tell you that. They're not going to forget it, I promise you. See, because the things that Amen is giving to us, our ascendants are giving to us in this day and time. The things that Amen are giving to us, our ascendants are giving to us, is meant to raise us in this day and time. You see, it's meant to raise us in this day and time. It's meant to raise them in this day and time. And as we raise our children, we tell them that you operate as, you know, with your words being pure and being, when I say pure, meaning real, being pure and intent, meaning the intention is pure in your words. You're not sugarcoating things. You're not being double-minded. You're being real with that. That will change a lot of, or I say that will alter a lot of things, and that will extend them into the future. Your words will actually cause a transformation, a metaphysical transformation, you see. It will actually cause a transformation in your physical appearance, how you carry yourself. Like, for example, you could see, if you see a woman who is... um you know, she starts off as a pretty woman, right? And the more and more filthy and foul she talks, the more filthy and foul she talks, the more madness comes out of her mouth. Over time, she starts to look tore down. She, you know, she start, she might start off as a beautiful woman, beautiful, thing, flawless, everything. The more filth comes out of her mouth, the more ignorance comes out of her mouth, the more she starts to look tore down and starts to look raggedy. you have ever noticed that? And then you might have a young woman who may not be so attractive, but she speaks very beautifully, very polite, very whatever, and that just makes her more and more beautiful. Her looks literally starts to be altered, you see. Just like a good example with you women, you'll see a man and you'll say, oh, you know, you look at this guy and you go, like, I never talk to him, he's ugly. Then he started talking to you. Let him talk to you, and he his tone, his frequency, and how he's speaking, how he's putting his words together. Next thing you know, he got you in bed somewhere. You see? Tell me I'm wrong. Or that guy who looked good and whatnot, and he looked good, and you're looking at him, he's there, he's there, till he opened his mouth, and then he he in that same position, the guy you would have never slept with. Tell me I'm tell me I'm wrong. Right. Tell me I'm wrong. You see? That's real. So words do bring about alter altered situation. You see, words do bring about an altered situation. That guy who didn't look good to you before, he, he just his words and whatnot made him look a lot better. And you'd be like, damn, this like he, you know, the way he talking and whatnot, he's looking better and better. The more he talking and whatnot, he's going to talk me out of my damn drawers. And they, like I said, that's the power of the word. That's the power of the word. You see? That's why you see people they go, you know. Um, that's why you say those people who they are uh, like your, your reverends and your ministers. They they study to be great orators. They study to be great orators and things like that. They go to school to learn how to enunciate their words to speak well. Why do you think they do that? They go to, they go and they learn how to speak and enunciate their words and you know and express themselves. You know they practice how they speak because they know that the word or what comes out of their mouth or how it's said carries power. You see, if your words, if your tone and your frequency and how you present things to people, just on your word, you say you can get people shit to buy next to anything. You see, if you talk to people and you speak a certain way, you get people to go in their pocket, give you, give you money, every all kind of things. Why you think a lot of these corporations, they spend millions of dollars on public relations. See, public relations is a form of communication to the public. Public relations is a form of communication or spoken word to the public, AKA their commercials. That's spoken word to the public. They're trying to get you to trust them. You're looking at that. You're listening to the, the announcer. They make sure the announcer has, you know, has a certain tone to his voice. They make sure that, His words are written, you know, by good writers and things like that because they know the power of the word. The word influences people. You see, the word influences people. If your words are not strong, if they're not real, if they're not, you know, uh, articulate or clear at least, if they're not strong, then people are not going to gravitate towards you. They're not going to gravitate towards you, you see, If you are constantly in communication, because, again, what did I say? The word does not start with what comes out of your mouth. That's not where the word starts. The word starts in your mind. The first form of spoken word or the first form of uh, uh, words that's being communicated, the first form of communication is thought. The first form of communication is thought because that thought is going to be passed from you to someone else Or it's going to be passed from on high Meaning in the future To you in the present That's the power of your words That's the power of your thoughts That's the power So you have to be mindful Of the things you say You see You have to be so mindful Because your words In a in split second you say something can get you killed You know your words can get you out of trouble Or can get you into trouble you see, yo, it's your words. Choose your words carefully. Choose your tone in which you're talking to people. You know, you like I said before, you can come up on some of the most racist people. to be racist police and things like that. And if you talk to them a certain kind of way and you show them some respect, nine times out of ten, they don't like you. They're like, I don't like no, But I'm going to let them go. They'll leave you alone, man. Nine times out of ten, they'll leave you alone. You see? They check in your temperature they want they want to hear some words a lot of times these people these people interact with you, and these people do this because they want to hear your words. a lot of times these people when they have outbursts with you or they verbally come at you a certain way, they really want your words to either soothe them or make them erupt like when people come to you for altercations right. They're either looking for one or two things. They're either looking for you, your words to make them explode and y'all just flipping and just flip this thing out because they need to get that energy off because whatever they're angry at in their life, they need somebody to explode on so they'll get into an argument with somebody in the streets or whatever so they'll either get in an argument and the fight with you or they're looking for you to soothe them or calm them down with your words. They're looking for either or. It's on you how you want to put it. But never, but never think that your words don't have power in the things you say. And never think that your words are not remembered. How you say things and then you want people to forget about them. Don't ever think that your words are not remembered. Or what you will say in a moment of emotion. Your words should never come out of your mouth when you are emotional. Your words should never come out of your mouth when you are emotional. You should keep your mouth shut when you are emotional because some of the stupidest things are going to come out of your mouth, some of the most offensive things, and, that's, and that can cause certain people to never want to deal with you again. That can cause that, and you're going to be the one that's hurt. You're going to be the one that's hurt because that you think to yourself, damn, this person was really in my corner. Damn, this person, I could really go to this person. Damn, I could really, you know, when I need something from this person, they're there for me. But you forget about that all in a fit of rage and emotion, and you let your words fly. And you think people are gonna keep forgiving that because see people are not taught to control their words, control their mouths, control their emotions. control is not a thing that is pushed in the society in this society they push the abundance of or the free flowing emotional thing here they push you know um you know that's out of control behavior you see they 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 tell people it's okay to just you know uh uh unleash your emotions, have tirades and meltdowns and things like that because of whatever case you see no discipline here none they have no discipline here it's why you got a bunch of people overweight this is why you got a bunch of people who are oversexed is why you got a bunch of uh uh children who are uh who have this this sense of self entitlement they they feel over entitled because there's no discipline here. And discipline comes first from the thought, which is your first form of communication. This is why you teach your children, when they're little, you teach them to be thoughtful and be thoughtful and mindful of others. What do you teach your children when they are, you know, don't you teach your children don't stare at people when they're little? When they, you know, when you, then this is what you teach your children, don't stare at people, don't say nothing to adults and whatnot. Don't be fresh. This is what you teach your children. Stay out of grown folks' faces. See, because children got no filter when it comes to their words. Children have no filter. They'll say all kind of crazy stuff. They'll see somebody in a damn elevator somewhere. You stand with them. That person, his why her face looks funny. There'll be somebody, they'll say something crazy and disrespectful, and, and that's because you're not teaching them discipline. See, they don't got no filter. And see, this is something you're supposed to learn as you become an adult. You're supposed to learn to have a filter. And a lot of people and they and they damn and as adults still don't have no filter to the things they say. They have no cool to what they say. They don't know how to uh uh use their words. You see. They don't know how to use their words. They don't know how to uh 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 they don't know how to shuffle their thoughts. And aim their thoughts. They don't know how to. You got grown people in their twenties, thirties, and whatnot who still act like children. Don't really still. They still haven't mastered the art of putting a filter on their words and putting a filter on their thoughts. You see, especially when they know that their thoughts are really frivolous, and they know nine times out of ten it is is fueled by emotion. It's fueled by emotion, and they know that nine times out of ten after they – they gonna, at later on, they're going to regret what they said, and they're going to be apologizing later, you see, to everybody they offended. So we got to be mindful of our words. They don't think before they speak, and that's the thing with this young generation. They damn sure don't think before they speak. They don't think before they speak, and this old generation don't uh, – because uh, when you get older, you're supposed to be able to think before you talk, you see. You're supposed to be cautious, you see. You got to be cautious because you don't know what's in the minds of these people. You have to be cautious because your words can get you killed. Your words and your attitude and your demeanor can get you killed. And they also get you judged in the fourth dimension. They get you judged. The biggest judgment is going to come from our words. The biggest judgment is going to come from our word, our promise, you see, what we vow to do. That's what—that's the biggest thing we're going to be judged on because we all know black people for the most part, people in general, but especially black people, the mass majority of black people, y'all worry it ain't worth a damn, man. Y'all worry it ain't worth shit. The mass majority of you so-called black people, y'all stay lying to each other, and y'all do it with impunity like it's nothing. You know, people. People have no. Let me tell you something. People. It, it, it used to be a time where people. If you caught, got caught lying, if you got caught lying in the ancient world, when you, because again, back in the ancient world, your word really was your bond. If you got caught lying, you was put to death, man. If a wife got caught lying to her husband when her husband asked her where, he, where she was, and she ain't come up with, a, and she got caught in a lie, and. Like I said, she could have been off laid up with some other man, or she could have just been someplace she ain't supposed to have been. And you get caught in a lie, the husband might put you to death right there, might kill you, right there. Or you in a kind of business deal with another man, and you say, I'm going to bring your money at this time, and then he see you fooling around. Next thing you know, he's up, and you're going to promise this man that you're going to have this money. Next thing you know, you lied to him, he's fine, he's going to blow your brains out, he'll kill you. See, that's, see, your word, again, your word is your bond. You live and die by your word, man. If you lie to people, if you tell people something and you lie to people, the next thing you know, you, the people find out you lying, that's everything. Your reputation don't mean shit no more, man. Your reputation don't mean nothing. Why do you think a lot of these companies, once they, get, once they get caught doing some nonsense, some lies, they get caught in lies. One of the quick things they do first is they get their PR firms to try and you know, reshuffle their image around oh no, it's not like that. And they start trying to pay out all this money because they know once their credibility is gone, once their word is gone, people knew you, you spent all this time through uh, um through advertising companies trying to build up a trust in your company that your word was your bond and that we we are this way and we do this and then they find out y'all on some BS that's like I say nobody dealing with you no more. You might well you might as well close the doors. People ain't going to deal with you no more. Nobody's going to deal with your business no more. You see, nobody's going to deal with you because your word means everything. See, even in the minds of a lot of people, even though people don't trust, even though people don't trust, still in the minds of a lot of people, your word is everything. Even in this three dimensional world, world this three dimensional world where people don't trust and people's words don't mean a damn this day. But when you do find somebody who is trustworthy, notice when you do find somebody who's trustworthy, somebody who says one thing and means one thing, you tend to keep those people around you. You see, you tend to keep those people around you, people that you can trust. You get a good mechanic who tell you telling you the truth, and he's saying that. His word, his bond, they're going to do this, that, and third. You're going to keep that mechanic around, you see? Just because people trust you, just because people trust you, you see, just because people trust your word, that you are upstanding people. Nobody wants to deal with a liar. Nobody wants to deal with a person who's full of crap. Nobody wants to deal with a bunch of emotional people and whatnot. Your word is one thing one minute, then your word change in the next minute. Nobody wants to deal with that. Not in the business world, not in the in the cor- in corporate, corporate America. Nobody's going to deal with Not in this three-dimensional world. You might get people one time. You might fool people one time, Next, but the next minute they ain't dealing with you after that. Nobody's going to deal with you after that. You see? And you always end up losing out you always end up losing out. Your words make impressions in the fourth dimension, man. Your words make impressions within the fourth dimension. It's not like here in the third dimension. See, your word, even though, like I said, it's considered to be exceptional if you are a man or a woman of your words, it is considered to be exceptional. It's expected in the fourth dimension. That's expected. That's not, oh, you know, uh-uh, you special if you live by your word. You're expected to be that way. Our children who are going to be born are expected to be that way. They say something, you tell your children, they better mean it. And if they don't mean it, you better beat it into them until they do mean it. And when I say beat it into them, I mean that literally beat their ass until their word is their bond. See, because you let them know. This beating that I give you is a microcosm of the ass-kicking you're going to get in the world if you lie to people, if you play games with people, because that can cost you your life. You let your children know. You let them know this is not a game. This is not a game. You can get your life taken. People will respect you a lot more when you are real. When you are real, your word is real. When you a stand up man and a stand up woman, people respect that. Why? Because that is a virtue of the amen That is a virtue. That's what the word amen They tell you. Uh, what they tell you the so-called white man tell you one of the attributes. Of the name amen is uh, this. He, um, they are or the, uh, trust or to be trusted. To be trusted. You see, amen I to be trusted. You see. So. That goes along with our people, that our word was our bond. We didn't lie, man. We didn't lie to our people. We didn't mislead our people. We might not have told them certain things, but we didn't lie. You see, we didn't lie. We didn't play games. We didn't say one thing, woman, and do something else in the next. There's never no excuse for that. There's never no excuse. See, men are expected live up to a certain standard when it comes to their words. Women really are not. You know why? She, because a woman can say one thing one minute and then act like, and say something else in the next minute and y'all will say, oh, well, she going through hormonal things, she PMSing, she on her period, she you know, she having a meltdown. They're more easier on women when they say one thing and do something else. They're more easier on women as opposed to men. See, men can't cop that, please. Men can't cop that plea of having a period or having some hormonal thing. We can't cop that plea. Women do it all the time. But that's not going to go in the fourth dimension. That's not going to go in the fourth dimension. Because that's a female attribute. That's not a woman's attribute. A woman is expected to be the same when it comes to her word as a man. You ain't going to get no special treatment. You lie, you die. You lie, you die. You are distrusted. You are kept out of that upper dimension. You go into that stage of death because, like I said, this three-dimensional world is a world of death, man. It's a world of death. Why? Because, like I said, to have real life is to have one solid foundation of continuous reality, and that can only come by way of your word being strong, your word being bond. And you are judged by that. You are judged by that. When you go in front of a court house or a court, when you go in front of a so-called judge, expect the judge to be truthful. You expect the judge to be uh, uh, unbiased, accurate in his judgment. This is what you expect. You're not expecting a judge because when the judge say, you know, when the judge take an oath, he takes an oath to be unbiased. He takes an oath to go by. Um, you know, judge things by, you know, evidence and things like that. But a lot of these judges, they don't. They they, they are lie to get on the bench. They know they're biased. They know they're working off of their emotions like females. They judge things based on their emotions. I don't like this person, so you're going to get 30 years because I don't like your face. I don't like your color. I don't like your race. No nonsense like that. That is a travesty to the so-called justice system because, again, it's not the judgment system. It's the justice system. It's real. I told you there's no such thing as justice. That's a made-up word. There's judgment. That's supposed to be a judgment system, not a justice system, you see, because justice works hand-in-hand with people whose word don't mean nothing because, as like I said, you can think one form of justice applies to one thing and then another form of justice applies to something else. It don't work that way. Judgment is judgment is judgment all the way through, and we are judged by our word and the strength of our word. Remember I said, and why you know, the white man's word don't mean nothing because he had to come up with something called contracts. That's because his word don't mean shit. The white man's word means nothing. That's why they had to come up with contracts. That's why they had to uh, uh, enforce these contracts through law and law enforcement. That's why they had to do that. And you could sue these people and take their money and things like that because they know people will sit up here and shake your hand and say they agree with something or they'll, you know, if they should, you know, you rely on a handshake from the so-called white man because that was his form of, you know, you know that was his. that's what he did once he gave his word. There was a handshake. That was a handshake once they gave their word. And then once you seen their word wasn't worth nothing, that's when... You know, contracts had to be drawn up, lawyers and all this other stuff, because that's really the reason why that's the real thing that pushes law in the society. It's not criminal correctional enforcement. That's the secondary. The law came about based on contracts and business, you see. It came about based on contracts and business and the ability to enforce the word or the bond of this man's word and whatnot that he had to live by his word. If he made a business agreement with you, then he had to live by that. No matter how much money he lost or whatever the case may be, he had to live by that. Of course, they they don't do that. Of course, people lie. Of course, people's word don't mean nothing. They feel as though they can take it back. And if you can take your words back and forth and back and forth, if you can do that, then that's a sign that your word means nothing. It will not alter this present state, which is false, because your words are supposed to bring reality. We notice when you know the power of intellect, the power of this teaching. Why we have had so many people listen to us over the year, and notice you have not really heard too many people. You might have heard a few nut jobs and things come out against intellect here and there. A few nut jobs. But nothing serious, nothing lasting. It was always something stupid. they take shots at me. But the reason why we're going to have so many people listen to Mentelect and not try to buck up against Mentelect or say I'm wrong, you know why that is? Because they hear the strength of my word, and they can judge that my word is my bond and that every word that's coming from my mouth is real. There's nothing fake coming from my mouth. Everything I say is real. They can hear it, even if they don't understand it, even if they don't really accept it, even if they don't really you know, want to go with it, it don't matter. It don't matter. They know it's real, but they can't accept it because they're not real. Their word is not their bond. Every time I open my mouth to you, all, every time I'm teaching you, I'm teaching you on the foundation of my word, that my word is bond, that I will not lie to you, that I will not deceive you that I will not give you a bunch of fantasy and sell you dreams. I'm going to tell you what really is coming through by way of homage, not from me, but through me. I'm going to give you that because that is the word I stand on. To give you the reality of what they're giving me, what they're sharing with me, what they're transmitting to me, I transmit to you. I don't alter it. I don't sugarcoat it. I give it to you as it is because that's my word. Once I take their words, Once I take their transmission, their thought, that becomes my word because it's going to come through me. It becomes my word. Their thoughts that they send me start off as the communication from them on high and goes through me, and it becomes my words to you. And the only way they're going to send those words to me is if I took that bond to give it to you as they gave to me, not take bits and pieces out, not conceal things, not hide things like how the so-called white man do. He'll have certain knowledge on things. What does he do? He'll try and conceal it. He'll hide certain things, take certain things out. He'll hide it in plain sight so you don't see it because once you get certain knowledge, once certain thoughts, thoughts come to you, then it's your obligation to make that Word, flesh. It is your obligation to make that word flesh because the almond didn't give those words to me. They didn't transmit these thoughts to me. That's for me to hold on to them and sound heavy and deep and dispatch them. No, I got to give them out to the elect so the elect can be gathered. That's the point. But my foundation has always been that my word is bond. That has always been the foundation. That has always been the foundation. Of everything. And if that's not going to be the foundation of anything, then there's nothing. If I can't trust your words, then you you mean nothing to me. If your words can't be trusted, then you can't be trusted. And if you cannot be trusted, then you're not of Amin. You're not. And I said this is why Amin is not dealing, our ascendants are not dealing with the so-called black race. Because they can't be trusted, man. Black people cannot be trusted. Because they got the mark of the beast on them. Their word is not their bond. How I'm and judge you is by the reality, the truth, for lack of a better word, the reality, the realness in your word. Will you stand on that. Most people don't stand on nothing, not even their word. Because their word, like I said, it shifts. They feel one way one minute. They feeling benevolent, so their word is this. They feeling malvolent the next minute, their word is that. They're feeling in between, so their word is kind of this and kind of that. It's never nothing that you can really count on. They word changes with their mood swings and their emotions, and Amin is not dealing with that. Amin is not dealing with that. you got to be real no matter what. You might have to tell, you might have to uh, um, be real about the power of a person or the, the intelligence of a person or the greatness of a person, and you might not even like that person, but you don't get to change up or Smirks that person's, uh, um, smirks that person's character or that that person that his persona or her persona just because you don't like them. See, that's something black people like to do. We don't like certain things about people, so we we won't give them the props on who they are. We be we won't be real about who they are and what their skill is and what they bring to the table because we don't like those people's personas or whatever. It's something about them we don't like. You see. And once you do that, <clears throat> once you spew out words against somebody, and you know you, I say you passing false witness or you being false about that, you judge by that because you lying on these people. And that's a big thing. That was another big thing in the so-called Bible: "Thou shalt not bear false witness." In the Ten Commandments, "Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor." Why do you think people are bearing false witness? Because their judgment is off. And their judgment is off because they're making judgments based on emotion. I don't like him. I don't like. I don't like you today. I don't like you. I like you tomorrow. And this is how they're making their judgments. And this is where false witness comes in. You bear false witness against your neighbors, the people who are supposed to be of your community, of your society, of your of your collective. You bear false witness because you may not like this person. You see how they carry it, whatever. Something you don't like. Your judgment is not based on what you like and dislike. Same way, your words are not supposed to be based on what you like and dislike. It's just supposed to be based on pure reality. That's it, without any bias. Notice the word "bias" as in two bias, yes. bias, meaning that you can be uh, um, prejudiced in one way or in another. Bias, bias, as in two. Bias. We're not supposed to be biased by anything. Let me take a quick call.
2: Seven zero four. Evening, brother. Hey. Evening. Got a question, man. Um, I want to see what you thought of this because it seems to me that there's there's truth, but then there's or or there's reality. Maybe I should say reality. But mm-hmm. people people tend to um, perceive it differently based on who's telling it. Like, I'm giving give you an example. I, I bet you've probably experienced this. So, like, I used to be a um, behavior aide and a mentor for these at-risk youth. And when I would mm. tell them the things that they didn't want to hear, a lot of these teenagers, these criminal teenagers or whatever, sometimes it would annoy them to the point where they would want to get physical with me. And things would get a little crazy, and then, after everything calmed down after they back cool they would they would be like, "You know what? I knew you was telling the truth, but it's something about the way you said it that I didn't like right mm-hmm. but then, but then, if somebody else were to tell them the exact words verbatim of what I said, mm-hmm. they won't get upset at that person.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah,
2: you ever experienced that?" Oh yeah. yeah. They, and I'm, they And it's not just youth. I'm just using that for an example. Adults too. Mhm.
1: But go ahead, mm-hmm. sorry. They go off of tone and frequency and things like that, but see, like I said, it shouldn't really be based on that because, you know, you know, unfortunately, it is because you know, you could say things in a firm and stern way and it'll get people get people to have an attitude about it, or you could say it in a nice and soft way and that tends to, you know, you could be saying the exact same thing, but that tends I mean, to verbatim. calm people. Yeah, verb- yeah verbatim. They, you know, why your tone got to be like that? Your tone somehow offends people. Your tone will offend people, you see. They're not worried about the words that are being said. This is how, see, this is how people can get fooled so much. See, This is why I'm black people get fooled so much, because, see, the beast knows how to, things to black people in a certain tone and a certain frequency, where they can just you know they basically it's the same thing as them making a verbal solo attack on you, but because they say it in a certain way, a certain tone, they don't they're not you know hype or they're not you know aggressive in it, and people just accept that as a soft play.
0: Yeah, I
2: hear, I hear what you're saying. And uh, well, another question I'll go have. uh, about male and female and the differences so do you not you don't believe it's natural for females to lie or women i know you separate women and females but i'm just talking about the entire female gender in this question you don't believe that's natural for them it's natural for them what to be deceptive because i think See when I see people being deceptive men are very deceptive but I think it's not natural for men to do it that's why they're not as good at it in my opinion but then
1: well I don't be, Well, well first I don't
2: believe
0: in
1: anything I think what I think is Yeah that's what, that's yeah, what I mean bro that's what I, mean. I think is yeah um in a immature state women when they are in, a, in alignment with that Female mindset because see the female mindset is just beneath the womanly mindset. It's like a like I said the low dimensional the female can be found in the two dimension and yes in the third dimension but only women who are on a high upper mental space they don't have to deceive people they don't have to lie and whatnot and real women are not going to do that real women are going to tell you, be real and they're going to be truthful with you you got certain women who are and it'll blow your mind they they just don't. Connect with that whole, you know, fakeness on that, and that, and that emotion. They they tend to be real in their words, but then there it'll be times when they'll have their little female moments when they'll dip down into that that two dimension, that low dimension. They start, you know, being deceptive and you know lying and making up stuff and doing all the stuff for nothing, for nothing, for nothing. Uh-huh. That's their way of playing games, man. Because a lot of times those demons get on them, and them demons, those folly demons. That like to be deceptive and deceive. They like, you know, they find that to be some, you know, fun. They find it to be entertaining because, you know, it 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 breaks the monotony of being real. A lot of times they want to break the monotony of being real by being fake and phony.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I get it. Because get a lot it. of times they feel it's too tedious. Because they feel a lot of times it's too tedious to be real all the time. Damn, why I gotta be real all the time? I want to have some fun to be deceptive. That's really how they think. I want to fool someone. Yeah. I want to get they get off on trying to fool you or play games. Do, these males do the same thing with the women. These males do the same thing. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: men don't do that, but males do. Males play games with females all the time, so they play with each other all the time. Man, playing little deceptive mind games, little silly stuff. See, this is why. Yeah, my, this my, why females. Do, this is why. This is why females don't like real men because they know they can't play games with real men. They know that, and they they get bored. Females get bored of real men. They go, They love males. They love males because males will sit around and play games with them. Men won't.
2: Yeah, I, I see that. Last comment I was going to make, man, we in such a culture of deception now, man, a culture of lying to where now. Have you noticed if you're a truthful dude, a real dude, you get a lot of props from a lot of people like they'll say, man, that's a real dude. Man, he he he's a good dude, man, he, and it's like you get all these props, and all you're doing is something simple, which is being a man of your word and the, the very fact that you get that much props for being a man of your word tells you that we're in a messed up culture, man, you know what I mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: exactly exactly that's why I, I mean it's earlier. nothing they, special they have your, to, you know they say they feel' it's special to be a man of your word or a woman of your word, they feel less special. And it's not supposed to be, but unfortunately in this 3D world, it is, un- it is rare that people are real and that their word is real, you see? Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm always prepared. That's why, like I said, when I, when I see people like that, who, you know, you can really trust and they word that they bond, that, that's, that stands out to me as well, you know, cause there's so many people who word don't mean a goddamn thing, man. They word don't yeah, mean baby. nothing, you know? Uh, well, I appreciate taking the call. Alright. Alright. Okay. Thank you. Alright. Alright, we're gonna play a little bit of music, just a small gonna take a little pause for the chorus, And uh we'll be right back. Uh.
3: Your word carries a stronger transmission
1: than you think. Your words carry a stronger transmission than you think. An extremely strong transmission is connected to your word. A transmission of pure power is connected to your word. Your word is supposed to take on a transformational power. Your word is supposed to be so powerful that your words alter physical makeup of people This is what my Words are becoming with the Transmission of Amin My words with the transmission Of Amin Is altering people Who would have never come into This community been a part of something like this Who would have said to themselves I'm not going to follow no leader I'm my own God I'm liberated I'm independent I do what I want to do I'm I'm an individual I don't follow no leaders This word and the power of this word is making people transform themselves to evolve above and beyond that two-dimensional loaf mindset of individuality. That's what this word is doing. This word is bringing people together, people who would have otherwise never come together. What does that tell you? That's not Nubim Minkari's voice. My voice is nothing without the words going over it. And the words come from Amin. And Amun's word brings people together. The words of Amun bring people together, those who are meant to be together, those who are part of that higher mental capability, that higher mental space. That's going to bring those people together, and that word is power because words bring people together. Words bring people together. Words create unity or bring unity. And, again, it has to be the power of the word that is coming from a certain person who carries that word. Because you can put certain words in the mouths of people, and the words won't have any power. Certain words in the mouths of people would not have power based on the character, or shall I say the persona of that person. Based on the persona of that person. See, your words only have power when you have a powerful persona to back it up. See, your persona has to be powerful in order for your word to be powerful. Like, you could put mental, like, in the mouths of certain people, and it won't have no, it won't have the same effect as it's coming from myself. Why? Because my persona has always been real. My persona has always been what it's been real. If I really didn't fit inside places, if I really didn't fit with people, I wasn't trying to fake it like I really was a part of something. See your desire or should I say your ability to know who and what you are your ability, excuse me, not desire, but your ability and your uh, um, foresight to know who you are, know exactly who you are, know who you really are, that will decide whether or not your word means anything. That will decide whether your word is bond, whether your word means anything, based on who you are as a person, based on your persona. You have a strong and stern persona. Do you stand for foolishness or do you stand for that which is real or do you stand for nonsense? You see, that says everything. If you stand for nonsense, then that means you're not real. That means you're not real. Your persona, who you are, is not real. And you pass that on to your children because then your children look at you and they don't see you as real. You see. They see if your children see you lying, if they see you say one thing, then you do something else. You know what that says to them? That you're a hypocrite, that you can't tell them a damn thing, and you can't tell them nothing. They're not going to take you seriously. They're not going to look at you with any real monic monicum of respect. Let me see. They're not going to look at you that way. Your daughters can't look at you telling them, girl, you better do this. You better do that. You better not be out here doing this, that, and third with these boys. And they see their mama being a hoe. You see, they see their mama being a slut and a whore. But then their mama want to sit there and tell them what they shouldn't be doing with God. And then sometimes you mothers be like, oh, well, well, if you're going to do what you do. And then you just give right in. I don't want to be no hypocrite. So you just go all the way to a state of degeneracy. That's their way of keeping it real. But if you're not really like that. Because even if you come from a mother and a father who are on a degenerate level, even if you come through that, if Armin brings you through that on some level, then it is not for you to act like or carry the words or the empty words of these people. It's not for you to do that. You're supposed to be different. You're supposed to carry yourself as different. You see? You're supposed to carry yourself as different. And if you don't carry yourself as different, then, like I said, your words mean nothing. Your words have to mean everything. Your words have to be power. You see? Your words have to always be power. So if your word is not power, then your word is nothing. I put all of my focus into these transmissions. That's why I do them all the time. I do them every night. I put all of my focus into these transmissions because I need it. It seems at times I'm slacking in certain things. You know, like I got to send books out to people. That's my job, send books out to people, make sure orders are filled. And I might be a little behind in that because I'm just so focused on this word. That's how powerful the word is. The word is the foundation of mental this word is the foundation not the not the radio broadcast not the intel but the word itself the word that continuously goes out the word that continuously is standing on logical and rational thinking and real accountability real things that are being said reality see that in itself guiding that in the three-dimensional world where everything is based on fantasy and fake nonsense that's powerful in itself that a real that a real word a real transmission can exist in this world because tell me what's realer than mental act you tell me you tell me what's realer than mental act you tell me you tell me what's realer than mental right now you're not going to get anything realer than this and to have such a real transmission and have so many people that have listened to this broadcast over the years like like uh sister said and Ross said over 100 million people on listening to like over the years i've been doing this over 10 well, over 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 let me see since 2012 yeah, now about, about uh, 8 years 8 9 years over 2000 broadcasts over 100 million people on some that listen to this black white and everything in between I'm listening to this. All races, I'm listening to this broadcast at least once or twice. Why? Because they hear the reality of this word. It resonates with them on a level, even on a lower level. It resonates as real to them. And, you know, just because they don't follow it or just because they might not keep up with it, it may just be too real for them because reality is not for everybody because everybody ain't real. Reality is not for everybody because reality is not real. I mean, reality is—they're not. Excuse me. Reality is not for everybody because they're not real. The people in the three-dimensional realm—they cannot handle reality. They have to make up truths. They have to make up lies. They have to make up beliefs to get them through the three-dimensional realm. That's why their word means nothing. Their word can never be their bond. They're not bonded by their word because as soon as they feel as though. I don't want to follow what I said. As soon as they feel like they're going to take a loss by living up to their word, they're going to just disavow their word like they, nothing never happened. And um, Almond don't deal with those kind of people. Um, Almond ain't dealing with those kind of people. They can say, so what all they want to? Because uh, you got these generations out here They don't care. They word don't mean it's nothing. They don't care. They don't care. Oh, I, I guess so what? I don't care what you think. But let me tell you something. You may not care. You may lie to somebody or give your word to somebody and then change your mind, a.k.a. change your mind. You may do that in one breath, but trust me, by you doing that, you are going to attract a whole lot of people who are going to do the same exact thing to you, and when they do it to you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, you will not like it because it only gets worse. When you are, when you are a person who is not one of your word, when your word don't mean shit, and you attract you're going to attract a whole bunch of people in your life who you're going to come to depend on, and you're going to find out them same people that you have come to depend on in your life. It could be your husband, your boyfriend, your children, your friends, your job associates, whatever. They word ain't going to be shit neither. The same thing you put out is what you're going to get back. That same person you lied to, the same person who you gave your word to and then you turned around and lied to them, that same thing is going to come back to you, I promise you, and it's going to continue to come back to you, and it's going to make your life a living hell. That's your judgment. Some people call it karma. No, it's judgment. You're going to get exactly what you have coming to you by what you put out because you can just as cavalier, be so cavalier with your word, you say one thing and then you do something else. You make a promise, you're bond to your word when you say something, you're bond to that. Because it's, if you're not, then the energy that comes back to you is going to be 10 times worse. I promise you. I've seen it, I've seen it, and I just because of that, I don't want to be a part of that. Because of that, you see, if you sit up here and you tell lies then you're gonna get a bunch of people coming back to you lying to you. And you're gonna be like, damn, why I get all these messed up people in my life, they always lying to me and this, that, that. that's a reflection of you. If you're getting up here, you talking about, oh, these men ain't shit, and they always playing games and these men ain't about nothing, that's a reflection of you. You just don't want to say it. You can blame the men all you want to. That's a reflection of you. That's who you are. They just giving you back who you really are. If you get people who are full of full of crap in your life, it's because you full of crap. If you get people playing games in your life and whatnot, people who you want to be serious with who ain't got the ability to be serious because they not real, then that's because you not real. You not real. You get what you you get with your hand call for. You see. That's why when people do do dirt to you, them people always gonna get it. Come it's always gonna come back to them. They you gonna get you gonna you gonna be accountable for the things you do in this life. I don't care who you are. You're not getting away with nothing. You might do somebody dirty and whatnot, know you was wrong in what you did and whatnot, or you might believe you were right, but you know what? That judgment will come to you again. And the same way, you're going to lose a lot more. You see? You're going to lose a lot more. And Like I said, your words are exactly how you're supposed to live because, like I said, the brother's selling the line, people are surprised when you see people who are people of their word, when you see people who are real because we live in an unreal world. This three-dimensional world is not real. That's why I said I don't don't understand why people put so much energy into this, why they put so much energy into chasing money, chasing uh, love, chasing romance chasing material things. I don't I really don't get it at all. I don't. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having these nice things in life, but I don't get it because they're not based in reality. And anything that's not based in reality is cannot you cannot hang your word on. You cannot attach your word to any of this stuff. You see, you can't attach your word to any of this. You can't take anybody seriously within this three dimensional realm. And like I said, you got people who's sitting here miserable because they can't find good relationships, they can't find good jobs, they can't whatever they're looking for that's supposed to be good in this three dimensional realm, they can't find any good lasting anything because they're not that way. When you see people who all screwed up in their life they all screwed up, and the relationships they in, they all screwed because their word ain't shit. That's why their word ain't bomb. They keep complaining about men or women. Yeah, they men ain't this. They tell you one thing and they do something. That's because that's who you are. You mad at you mad at looking at you mad at the reflection that's staring back at you through that male that you are dealing with. You mad at the female that's staring back at you at the, from the reflection that you gave off. That's what you mad about. You mad because you're looking back at yourself. You see. That's what you're really mad about. You're mad because you're looking back at yourself and you don't like what you see. But you're not man enough or woman enough to say this, these things are happening to me because of who I am, because my word is not, my words don't mean nothing. See, that's one thing about people who have strong words and their words they bond. They don't attract people amongst them whose words don't mean nothing. They don't attract those kind of people. They don't, those people who are full of crap, they don't want to be around people who are real. They don't. People who are full of crap, they don't want to be around people who are real. They don't they don't they they can't even they can't hang with each other, they can't be in the same rooms and things together. Let me take a call. Nine zero one. Ms. 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 I was just thinking and I had to make a call in uh this Mario Z. Uh I was just calling in because I was thinking, you know, since you said People don't never want to be man or woman enough to realize what it is that's happening with them. And they always tend to struggle because they hadn't even just accepted what it is. And things always be pointing out to, to them, you know, and they just never wanted to want to receive it. This is, uh, you know, like, like me, I can always say that whatever it was in my life before the system could take me and rob me of my innocence, uh, I thought it was me. But actually, it wasn't me. I was just being pulled along. But as I started to realize or uh, what it was that, you know, why I couldn't develop in those time frames, I started thinking. And now I know that, you know, we had to start honing up and being man or woman and just, you know, looking at those flaws that we had as male and females. But I just wanted to, you know, just call and just give a little inspiration off, you know, because it's just, you know, vibing in my chest. But, you know, it's like, you are talking right to me because I had those things, you know, just like robbing me of my innocence for, for a long time. Because it's like, whatever I thought a woman was doing in my relationship, maybe she wasn't doing it but it was some part of my intuition where I felt like maybe this wasn't part of what my future wanted me to be in at that time. Or was I learning? Or was I, you know, was I picking up on something that I didn't know about and I just couldn't register myself or my thoughts to even be uh, aware of it to move on at that time? But now I see that those things were robbing me of my answers, and I didn't know well, the thing is we or everything that happens to us is because of us. we always it always starts with us. See that's something we have to acknowledge if anything happens to you, good or bad, it's because of who you are and what you attracted to you. That's what it is. so, if you're getting messed up people coming around you it's because there's still an element in you that's messed up that attracts these people. You see, if your word isn't isn't worth anything and you keep getting people around you who words ain't nothing either, they words they say things you. that you, you don't loan these people money, they don't pay you back, they got your whole story, you got to go through all this, it's because of something you did earlier that you probably don't let yourself forget about. You see? Oh, cool. All of it comes back to us, all of it. And that's why I say it's useless to try and correct people in the three dimensional realm, all we can do is correct ourselves, and that is by the alteration of our words, meaning that our word is our bond, and our action is our bond. Our actions are bonded to our words. Our actions must be bonded to our word. First and foremost, our word must be bond. We must stand on that. And our words must be bonded to our actions. They must be connected. In other words, if I say something, I gotta physically do what I said I'm going to do. Oh, cool. It's it's nothing. It's nothing. You will not be able to make a connection with anybody if that's not who you are. So, if you're saying
2: if I could tell myself and listen and be like, well, it's my future self. already
1: know these things and I'm being hard-headed. You know, it's like we already know these things. We just got to be moving on to one, moving on our first mind and Moving on the first, you know, the first thoughts, you know, this, this, you know, part of the bigger reality, because uh, we're the only one teaching ourselves because the world is trying to destroy us. So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm hearing, you know, like everything that's don't. inside of us, because we accept it and we, we don't want to change it. But do you know how you know how the beast destro- ultimately destroys us? What weapon the beast ultimately uses to destroy us? You know what um,
2: weapon the beast uses? Well, I think maybe it's
1: in the individuality and peer pressure. Just the first couple of thoughts I could you know put out there. No, he uses us to destroy us. Okay, he uses us. He uses the lower us, the lesser us, the us who is not bonded by our word, the us who wants to be individuals, the us. He uses us to destroy us. He uses the low-level nature of us. See, when we start to raise the bar mentally, uh, uh, mentally we start to raise the bar, then he cannot touch us when we start to raise the bar mentally. He can't touch us because... We have raised ourselves above and beyond that two dimensional degenerate mind frame that we were once attached to, where our words meant nothing. We were just being a bunch of dishonorable people, people without integrity. See, this is why the beast always comes down and is able to uh do what he does not like because I was watching this documentary and uh you know, it was uh you know, it was book about these guys. You know, when you see this all over the country, you see in these hoods and in these, in these neighborhoods in America, the so-called black neighborhoods, you see all kinds of degeneracy, black males, black females acting like degenerates, raising degenerate children and whatnot, and then they wonder why there's a strong police presence in their neighborhoods. They wonder why the police have no respect for them because these people, it starts with them. They don't want to just say that everything how people see me starts with me and how I conduct myself and what my words mean in this world, which are nothing, and these people conduct themselves like degenerates, so you're going to get a bunch of degenerates to police you. Yes, and sir. And yes, take advantage of you, you see. We are magnets. Yes. Black people are a magnet for abuse and punishment. They are magnets for that. Okay. Because of their words. We got a one because question. Because of their words. Could they use that, you know, like the black people as a magnet, you know, to put the cross on us so it would draw that more magnet, you know, that magnetism to us to to like we'll be nailed to the cross for, for, for so long? Well, as far as them putting that cross on us, that was meant to put our energy into nothing the whole thing in okay. getting our people to follow religion is to put our energy into nothing. Because, see, when they know our energy is in the right direction, meaning the righteous direction connect, connected to one another, that's what will produce power. So what they did was they made sure that they had to fill up our minds with something that they manufactured that would keep us powerless, and that was religion. They gave us things, mind, made us... Gave us this mind, this mind frame This way of thinking that's not real It's unreal, it's based on belief And not reality Oh cool I have one more question But I think you know sometimes We ask questions and we have the answers all the time But I think we be needing, needing Confirmation But I just want to say you know uh, Since you know Our higher self is ringing out And I know that the only reason Why we could be ringing out from the future is our higher self do exist. And it's like everything that we know our higher self already then, you know, like uploaded us with and gave us the future intel on our own self. It's like a lot of this stuff that we knowing about, it really don't affect us. And it's like, ain't nothing wrong with us in each day, in each hour, each, you know, in each second. It's just like, we just have to, keep pushing and we need that power and it's like accepting the power is a challenge to keep moving forward and I know ain't nothing wrong in my life I don't, I don't think nothing right in my life I just think that I went through the necessary uh terms or I went through the necessary things to even be able to receive mentally and for it to be what it is and you know, for, for it to be ringing out in my body and my life, and I'm the only one that had that vibration. Because before I got to Mentalic, my father had passed, and they said he was a genius. And when I heard Mentalic, it was a couple of words and vibrational tones that came out of your mouth, and I was like, But first of all, when my father passed, I had already been saying that my that energy don't die, it multiply, it go somewhere. And I was like, when my father passed, and nobody know that I was saying that I want my my father's energy, meaning his mental, his genius about his stuff and I I soon heard mentally, and the words and vibrational tone that came out in the statement was, do you understand me? And those was your words. And that was his favorite line and the tone, it just it it just it just vibrated in me and I haven't looked back. So I know the only reason why uh we need more instructions because we ain't in the future yet and I know the instructions coming straight from Mentally. and I thank you uh measure. Uh I know I went wrong in my life, but I have a lot of things to to, to catch up, and that's the challenge. You know, I'm glad to be be at home. Okay. Excellent. Menzak. Menzak. Take another call. 803. 803, on the air. Menzak, my this is Ja'Kara
4: Z. Menzak. I just had one question um, in terms of how you said that like, the word carries power. I've noticed um, a couple of times in my life that if I wake up and I set an intention or I, and I say, okay, this is how my day is going to go today. And I just stick to it. I noticed that sometimes I'll get like external things to try to knock me off what I said it would be. And I was wondering if that was an example of, you know, like what 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 could be the cause of of, of that? What is that example of?
1: Ex- ex- I'm sorry, Say That One more time, you said you noticed what? Now you broke up a little bit.
4: Um, if I wake up, I'll set an intention on how my day want to be. How my day is gonna go? Say, so, okay, my day is gonna be this way. This is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna do this. I'll notice op- more obstacles will appear. At least I'm I'm aware of obstacles that appear to throw me off the original intention of what I uh. Set out to do so I was wondering If that was an example of like the uh, Word affecting the environment
1: Around you Yeah I mean it does But like I said in your Case when you're talking about You know you're saying you're going to have your day this way This that and the third and then You run into obstacles obviously Those are obstacles you're meant to run into To cause an elevation Or evolution in your work You see because every time you run Into obstacles about you know in certain you know, areas you're going in, then it's gonna, it's bound to bring about an evolution because each obstacle you go through in life, whatever situation you get in, you're supposed to go through that so that you come out stronger, so that you come out mentally stronger. That's the whole point of going through these things. The whole point of obstacles is so that you learn how to maneuver. It's good for your brain function to learn how to maneuver in this world in order to get above and beyond this world. You follow?
4: I do. Okay. So it's just because you put it out there for that to happen. It's going to be like, okay, well you need this to be that way.
0: Mhm. Uh huh.
4: Okay. All right. That's yeah. the only question I had.
1: All right. Men's Men's that. All right. Check it like short, very short, 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 uh, well, no, nah, I might as well not. Nah, I got 14 minutes. Might as well just ride it out. So, um, like I said, our words alter things. Our words alter things. Our words are altering us. Like I said, those of you who came into this community, once you came into this community, the alteration process done started. Once you entered this community, the, whether you know it or not, the alteration process done started. You see, because you've already come into something that you nine times out of ten, if it wasn't for this word, how it resonates with you, you wouldn't have came in here. I guarantee you, if I would have asked all of you before you came into the Republic, would you ever join an organization, a community, or something like that, be a part of it? Nine times out of ten, y'all know y'all would have said no. So if this, hearing this message, this future message, this future transmission, has gotten you to do that, then this is an alteration, obviously, that started happening. You, somebody would ask you, Would you ever change your name and to be in an organization and or be part of something like this and change your name and learn another language? You'd like, Nah, I ain't doing that. I don't want to be in no cult. That's how you would have thought. And that two dimensional level is controlled by the beast. You would have thought, Oh, that's some cult. I ain't going to be in no cult. I don't want to be that but now you're not thinking on that level. Is that not alteration? Has not the word altered your mind by getting you to come into this community, by getting you to change your names, by getting you to, you know, change your way of thinking, or say, extend your way of thinking? You see, has that not been an alteration? Yes or no? That's not like a very strong alteration to me. So being that you have been altered, the alteration continues. This alteration continues. The people who are not able to be altered any longer, those are the people that left. The people who are not long who who are not able to be altered, those are the people who left. The people who are not able to be extended, those are the people who fall off, those are the people who leave. Remember when I tell you that the people who are not able to get past their emotions, because your emotions Affect the power of your word. Your emotions affect the strength of your word, whether you know it or not. If your emotions have have to, you know, if your emotions or the your judgment and your words are founded on emotion, then your word is not going to have power. Your the word your or your word that comes through becomes weakened by emotional connection to it. Your word should always be based on logical and rational thinking. That's what your word should be based on, and pragmatic, and pragmatic, practical. You see, that's what your word should be based on. And, of course, integrity. Integrity, logic, rationale, and foresight. That's the foundation of your work. That should be the foundation of how you live your life. All of your words should be based on integrity logic, rationale, and foresight. Without any of those, you have no real words. Your words don't mean nothing. They do stand for nothing. You don't stand for nothing. And if you don't stand for nothing in this world, then then, like I said, don't be surprised when people treat you like nothing in the world, when people just brush you aside, when the police shoot you down, beat you, do all the things they do. They, you know, they disrespect you because you got a whole race of people who, reg- who are regarded as nothing because their words mean nothing.
3: You got a whole
1: race of people, so-called black people, who are regarded as nothing because their, re- their words mean nothing. You follow what I'm saying? If your words mean nothing, like I said, then you don't mean nothing. You see, if your word means nothing, then you don't mean nothing. If you say and you promise that this, that, that, and the third is going to happen, and then you don't do what you say you're going to do, then your words has no credibility. Your words are a shot. You see, people, you know, in the old days, they, you know, back in the days, if, you know, your word wasn't nothing, then people didn't deal with you. People didn't deal with you. They didn't want to fool around with you. You <laughs> Because one of the biggest things they were always worried about was, can I trust this person? Why do you think I say, and I'm in we trust? Why do you think I always say that? Trust is a big thing. Trust is a big thing. That we can rely on each other because we cannot be a real community. We cannot be a true body of almond, a real body of almond, if we cannot trust one another. That's why I say in almond we trust, in almond we think, in almond we continue forward. You cannot do any of those things. You cannot continue forward. You can't do any of that without trust. And that trust comes from the foundation of your words. Is your word bond? Is your word real? Is your word righteous? That's what will raise you into that state of supreme being, your righteous words. Because people are going to have to trust you in the future world. We're going to have to trust each other in the future world. And I told you, our children will be able to trust each other. They'll trust that we ain't trying to harm each other. We ain't trying to be malvolent. We'll all be able to trust one another, you see. We ain't got to worry about if my, if your child sleep over my child, that your child going to be touched or hurt or anything. You ain't got to worry about that. You see, we're not going to be those kind of people with degenerate minds who words don't mean nothing. Because as soon as your word don't mean nothing, then the whole foundation of what you stand on don't mean nothing. As soon as you're a liar, as soon as your words mean nothing, as soon as your words mean nothing, then you don't mean anything. You see, so always be mindful. Tell the truth. Tell the reality. The, I shot say tell the reality of how things are. Tell the reality. Give the reality of how things are. Don't tell people what you think they want to know. Don't tell people what you think they want to hear. Don't do that because what that does is it shortens or lessens your power of words and speech. See, people appreciate mentally because I got a no holds bar mindset when it comes to this reality of mental life. In the future, I got a no holds bar, take no prisoners. I'm not trying to be biased one way for so-called black people. I ain't trying to be biased another way for white people. I'm not trying to do nothing. I'm giving everybody, I'm an equal opportunity offender. Have I not been? I am an equal opportunity offender and I pointed to real things that these people do which make them unsightly, unrec- unrecognizable in the sight of Amundi. This is why Armin don't deal with the three dimensional realm. Amun puts people in charge to deal with the three dimensional realm. The so called white man is currently in charge and eventually he's gonna be out of it. He's gonna be out of charge. Armin will take him out of charge and put in the Armin race to replace us as we're going into the fourth dimension. But we have to be righteous mentally. We have to be mentally righteous by making sure that our words are always our bond, making sure that our words are always solid. Our words should always be solid. In other words, if somebody says something to you, and I shake your hand and we agree on this, then that's what it is, man. Ain't no change in that. If I say I'm going to give you this money this time, I'm doing that. I make sure I I I am always a man of my word, always, you see, because I want to raise people to be the same way. I want to raise you people in the Republican of to be those personified beings of loyalty, reality, logic, and rational thinking. Those are the people i want. with, of course, with integrity as well. That's the kind of people I'm raising. I'm not raising people who are out here trying to scam people, out here trying to lie to people like you niggas in the conscious community, man. And, you know, you still got stupid people that sit up here and buy your dumb products and whatnot, You rip-off nonsense, because really those people are degenerates like you. That's why they're attracted to you. You see, y'all know what I'm talking about. People are attracted to you because that's who you are as a person. You are a zero as a person. Because if your word is not your bond, then you are a zero as a person. You are a zero as a person if your word is not your bond. Your words don't mean anything. Never have and never will. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Why will the elect be judged by their words? Because their words are to, you know, start with their thoughts. First and foremost, your word before it comes out of your mouth starts with your thought. That is the first form of communication, your thoughts from thought from person to person, whether you send in messages telepathically, that's all forms of communication. Those are all forms of communication, telepathic messages from person to person to person. Those are all real higher mental capabilities, and we're going to have that so strong. We ain't going to need no damn cell phones. We ain't going to need no damn anything. We're just going to be able to send the message, and it's going to literally open up in our minds. We're going to have conversations from clear across the damn planet by connection of our minds. Watch. That's coming. That's fourth dimensional. What does the word mean? What does your word mean in the fourth dimension? It means the foundation of who you are because everybody in the fourth dimension are judged by their word, and therefore they're very mindful of what they say because they know if their word is not their bond, then what's going to happen is they're going to be disconnected from that state. They told you in the fourth dimension, they don't play that. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm lying to my parents. I'm sneaking out. I am don't do none of that stuff. It's a whole other mental level. I'm. I'm my, I told this person this, but I'm gonna really do that. We don't do that. <clears throat> By nature, we're really not deceptive people, but we have been made to be deceptive people. We've got. We think it's the thing to deceive one another. That's why y'all embrace it now. Why do words mean nothing in the third dimension? Because you got all these humans who, like I said, are double-minded in their thought process. They weigh heavily on emotion, which controls their way of thinking and also their words. So when you're dealing with emotional people who are controlled by their emotions, whose words are controlled by their emotions, then you can't take these people seriously because they'll be mad at you. One minute talking crazy, next minute they'll be all trying to hug you and embrace you and whatever else want to be around you. So you can't take these emotional people seriously. You can't take, uh, and that's the mass majority of black people. you all emotionally unstable, so therefore your word can never be truly your bond. All right? It cannot. Can the elect be? Can the elect be raised by words from the three in the third dimension? No. Not even mental intellect, because mental intellect, as it's coming to you, it's not coming from the third dimension. It's not coming from the second dimension. That's why the knowledge that y'all hear the transmission ain't nobody never heard this before. And I can stand on it. And I told people whoever claimed they heard this from someplace else exactly what I'm saying, or anything semblance to that, you come and you tell me, and I'll stop teaching. That's how much I stand on it that this word is directly from our ascendance, from the almond to us to raise us to be the almond from the black race. So again, you ain't gotta accept that as reality. It is what it is. It is what it is. What will happen as the word starts to become flesh? Alteration. Because the word becomes flesh the minute it the co- minute the word goes starts as a thought or you receive it as a thought and you start processing that the word is starting to move. And once you start processing that thought and then you start speaking what was that thought was that came to your head you start acting on it, then the word just became flesh. The word just became flesh once you started moving on that word, once it came out of your mouth and you started talking, it became flesh. Once you started the actions to live up to that word and move toward that word, it became flesh. And that's why the foundation of it has to be amen always. So that's it. We're gonna close out the name of Amen by the power Amin Amen and Amin We trust and Amen. We thank and Amen. We continue forward forever. I am the intellectual New Ben Menkaray. This is Ben Mentallect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow at ten. Good
0: night, Menza. <laughs>